0: Hey there, and welcome to episode number 11 of Dial a Drummer. I'm Brian Stevens. I'm Shannon Corey. And we haven't been here for a few weeks. We've been some busy bees. It's been a couple of weeks, but it's felt like a month of Sundays. Yes. My entire life has felt like a month of Sundays. We had a holiday and a hurricane. (laughs) Yeah. All good reasons to not do this. Right. (laughs) Right. Um, anyway, so, and, and now we have no idea if the live stream's working today, so we're just going to pretend that people are watching right. us. Hope for the best. <laughs> we know that they'll watch us after the fact. You can catch up. That's why there's archives of this. You can, uh, go to net and you can catch the audio and the video from all our past episodes. We're two behind right now, but, um, by the end of this week, I hope those will be caught up. Okay. Because by next Monday, I'd like to kind of be back in the groove and be my normal, calm, collected, organized self. Gotcha.
1: Making a note Monday.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The world ends. (laughs) The meteor hits and it's all over. So thank you so much for uh, tuning in. Normally, you can call us on the toll-free line, 844-833-3786, but this week, not so much. So We are on Spreaker right now. I do I do know that's happening, so hopefully one or two people are listening on Spreaker. Uh, usually, every Monday, you can catch us. I like the 4 o'clock time.
1: Yeah. How you feel about 4? I like it.
0: We may try 7. We may try 8 o'clock just to see what happens, but I don't want you here at all hours of the night. You're a family man. I am a family man. You got kids you like.
1: I do. <laughs> I you, do. Yeah, Love you, my kids.
0: <laughs> you want to you want to be I able to stay spend around. Spend time with them. Absolutely. Actually be able to talk to them instead of talking to them. And uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but a uh, little slice <laughs> of life there, folks. What have you been doing the past couple of weeks? Working a lot. Yeah?
1: A lot of gigs. Uh, prepping a new band that I'll talk about more later that yep. I'm excited about.
0: I've seen some of the video pieces and pictures of things
1: coming along nicely. Looking good. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. How about yourself? You've had a huge project uh,
0: well, to what, undertake. Yeah. What a lot of people may not realize is about a third of my week is doing something. It's still music related. It's still sure. audio and studio related. Cause that's what I am. I'm a drummer, engineer, producer, sometimes video guy, creative professional is what I like to call it normally in the course of any given week, 15 to 20 hours of my week, about a third to 25%. If you're Tallying, if you're keeping score, if this were a baseball game and you had one of those little sheets that you wrote, start taking stats, (laughs) (laughs) walks, and strikeouts. F bombs. (laughs) Yeah. If you were keeping score, um, 15 to 20 hours of my 60 to 80 hour week is as a av coordinator in front of house mixer for a church
1: you're the glue in other words
0: kind of like what i do with this podcast sometimes
1: because if it weren't for
0: brian it wouldn't be happening (laughs) (laughs) i'm just gonna say that right now we do like some other podcasts we put a little zoom recorder right there and we would talk for an hour and then that's what you would get but uh i have a little bit higher threshold that i set the higher bar of excellence that i'd like to be known for sure i'd like for us to be known if nothing else the content in this podcast may be pretty crappy <laughs> <laughs> i'd like to think it isn't
1: but the production the production is lights
0: out <laughs> awesome <laughs>
1: That's funny. Brian has a lot of wonderful skill sets, and he's very good at all of them. Uh,
0: So, but we're here this week. We are here. We are back. And uh, the past few weeks, we've talked about some really important things, some things that are near and dear to our hearts. And uh, as if we haven't gotten geeky enough between in-ear monitor mixes and digital boards, yeah, practice routines and strategies, and um, we're going to dive deep today into the world of. Yes. Computer apps, uh, mobile apps, tablet apps. We're going to talk to you about some of our favorite, most useful apps that we use on gigs and sessions and to practice, and maybe even in the office. You just never know, because we literally did no preparation for this. In fact, we wouldn't have a show topic if you wouldn't have come up with it. So thank you very much. You're welcome. The people out there, the per the one person on the other side of that camera that's watching, the little or listening. smiling face that we have drawn yeah. on the camera, <laughs> that person thanks you for having a good idea. But <laughs> I'm completely devoid of them. So, uh, so that's what we're talking about today. But before we talk about that, we do have a sponsor. Nice. And the sponsor this week is SessionAce.com. Man, I've heard of that guy. You have you. You've heard of that company. I have. In fact, we've been using their very first product. I'm talking in third person. That's not weird at all, is it? I like it though. Uh, Is that your phone? It is my phone. My my watch is going. We are geeky, aren't we? I know. You and your Dick Tracy watch. I I don't even have one of those. (laughs) This
1: may be the only gadget you actually don't own. I know. I mean, Brian's got 18 iPods and 32 iPads and 72 Samson. And that's yeah. just in this room. Yeah, that's just in this room. I so. mean, one, two... There's four TVs in this room, people.
0: <laughs> and none of them have sports. Not a single one of them.
1: That's why you're a genius.
0: You know, that's why I have no life, probably. But that's good. I enjoy it. It's fun. Yeah, it um, keeps you
1: hired, sir. Yeah.
0: So uh, so SessionAce.com uh, is a. It's actually a site I started a few weeks ago. I think we talked about it a few episodes ago. Mm-hmm. And the very first product that we've put out is something that you and I have been using for the past yep. few months. Uh, a set of in-ears called... They the come e- in this fancy little yeah, case. The EST, the Session Ace EST that stands for Everything Sounds Terrific, and uh, I'll let the cat out of the bag because we can't do close-ups right now. I'm actually using a prototype. Oh, something new over there. Release number one. Okay. So uh, we've been using release number one, and it's an amazing, amazing. Yeah, they sound fantastic. Uh, And I've actually been playing around with uh, doing some uh, some improvements over the base model because uh, as I've actually been using this for almost a year now at this point, and I was looking for something that was even better than what we had before gotcha so we've upgraded the armature in this we've upgraded the dynamic driver in it and uh, we've made some customized things about this and it'll actually have the session it looks like a newer branding.
1: cable as well
0: yep new newer cable super cool connection i'm going to unplug that so i don't hear anything in this ear uh, it's a standard i think I call it an cool. mmcx connector mm-hmm. all of your pro level uh, in-ears have this connector it's and, like uh, use these connect. kind of like a cables yep and so uh if for some reason uh you order a set of these uh ests and you have a cable that you like better now you can use your own cable it comes with two or three great cables but uh now, if you have a cable from your old set of ear monitors that has an MMCX connector, you can actually just use that cable. Oh, nice. And replace it with these amazing sounding ears that uh, if you log on to SessionAce.com right now and buy a set, they're only $99. And the thing I've had to explain to people is it's not just the ears. Right. It's that really nice uh water-resistant plastic case that closes. Uh, there's two different sets of cables. If you are in the the first round of beta people that have ordered through the site, you actually get a surprise cable that not a whole lot of people know about yet. You get to try something first. Lots of different ear tips. Uh, a 10 foot nylon mesh extension cable. Mm-hmm. An adapter. There's a lot of That's stuff a nice in little that little package. box. If you wait too long, though, especially by the time this revision comes out in about another eight weeks. They're going to be gone. Well, <laughs> and they're going to actually be a little more expensive. Yeah. Uh, that was the one one thing in making these um, uh, upgrades and, and making everything truly custom uh, that I uh, also found out that there's a little bit higher price tag on truly custom. So uh, we've tried to keep the margins low. Nice. I literally work with the people in China directly. We email now because phone calls are completely ridiculous. You're on ridiculous. a totally different clock. <laughs> plus, or plus, I have to step to like three in the morning for that. Um, and the language barrier can be a problem even with, People that speak English fairly well, um, so email's a lot better. But uh, so I deal directly with them. They send me what uh, what I have designed, right? designed, developed. They, so they literally come from the factory to my house to the person that orders them. Right. I've just cut out all six middlemen that it takes to normally get a set of end-ears into Direct a store. Direct sales, baby, no yeah. stores. So I can keep the uh, I keep the margins really really low, and uh, that way I can. Pass on a ton of value to you in these in-ear monitors. They
1: really are great sounding. I've been, you know, I've been one of your beta testers for the last year, and they—it's worth $100 yeah. <laughs> yeah. far, it's a hundred dollars, yeah, by far.
0: It's a ton of value. It's a four
1: hundred dollar package you're getting yeah. for a hundred dollars, and
0: it sounds better than certain brand name five hundred forward five hundred dollar in-ears. Agreed. Uh, so, uh, by all means, please go over to uh, sessionace.com, order yourself a set, and uh, help support the people that put on these little puppet shows for you every single week. That's right. Well, you except for the last. Got to weeks. keep a brother working. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I got to replace some income. I'm gonna cut that one out. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're talking about apps. Yes. And app culture has sort of taken the world by storm. It's
1: quite frightening actually
0: pretty much if you don't have an app for the thing that you do or you don't exist inside of an app ecosystem you probably don't exist right the world is completely digital so there are a lot of different kinds of tools that you use and that I use to do the work that we do. And today we're just going to riff this little, like, I have no idea what he's going to talk about. He has no idea. Well, you know, one thing I'm going to talk about because I showed it. But that's you. cool. It's really cool.
1: <laughs> Maybe we should leave with that one. That's a good one.
0: All right. I, I will. I will. Uh, so about a year ago, uh, no, a year and a half ago, I started using this uh, app called uh, Capo. Okay. And I mainly use it on the desktop. And what Capo does is it will ingest any song in almost any audio format. It can be a Wave, an MP3, uh, AIFF. It doesn't matter. You can throw any kind of audio at this program. Uh, I use the Mac version, but we found out today there's an iOS version of this. Right, for your phone and the iPad. So what this does is it actually analyzes the song and it will give you the key that the song is in. It will tell you the tempo that the song is. Nice. Uh, it helps if it was done with a click track. It makes it a lot easier sure, to be sure. accurate. But it does some other really, really cool things. It will spit out an instant chord chart for that song. That's amazing. If you're, if you're a keyboard player, it'll spit it out as just the chords. If you're a guitar player, it'll actually have chord symbols and tablature built into it. And you can view this in whichever way you feel uh, most comfortable with. But then there are some other amazing things that you can do with this app. You can uh, drop markers. So as as it lays the chords out, you can also drop markers for where the intro, the verse, the chorus, all those things are. So you're not just staring at a, a WAV file and you have no idea what's there. You actually get to the beginning of each section. And you can loop Sections. Oh, wow. If there's a riff that you're trying to learn, you can just put that riff into the loop section, and it'll play it over and over again. If you're trying to uh, learn a groove, I, I've done this before with uh, actually one of this guy's tunes, Christian Bush. There's a, a great tune where there's kind of a loopy sort of groove at the beginning that, uh, that Travis McNabb did, and uh, it, it's kind of a quirky groove. Sure. And I really wanted to learn it. I was like, that's so cool. And so I just kind of put it on loop and I just play it over and over and over again along with him. Uh, It has a count off feature because it can get the tempo. It'll back up and give you like a four count intro or an eight count intro, whatever you want. That's fantastic. And so if you're learning songs and you want to play along to the song, you don't have to wait for just start and jump in.
1: Guess the beginning.
0: Yeah, it'll actually count off for you. Uh, And then if you go over to this little side pane, uh, there are three tabs in this little side pane. One is called isolation. Okay. So when you open that pane, you can do a lot of different things. You can narrow the frequency range that you're trying to isolate. So let's say, for instance, you're a vocalist and you want to get rid of the vocal so that you can sing along. I must make it like a karaoke style track you can narrow in the frequency range to that frequency range that's specific to vocals and you can subtract it to varying degrees and you can uh, control the width of it. So if the vocal is just in the middle, it'll pull that frequency range just out of the middle and leave the sides alone.
1: So if you want to rehearse just the vocals, wow, that's genius.
0: So that's the mute feature of the isolation. But if you want to solo something, let's say you're a bass player, mm-hmm. not drummers, you can use this. It's a, I'll show, tell you in a second how I use it. But um, if you're a bass player, you just move that frequency range down to the bass, keep it in the middle, and then do solo, and it'll pull out. It'll pull out some kick drum too, but it'll pull out the bass part. So you can actually, especially if it's an intricate part, sure, sure. Um, you, you can really begin to isolate parts. What I tend to do is I use the, uh, the frequency range to get rid of some of the kick and snare stuff, a lot of the attack of those things, and some of the stuff that lives in the middle of the mix. Mm-hmm. And then I'll play around with the width of it and the panning of it a little bit so that I can try and get out some of the main groove elements, and I create for myself this play-along track.
1: That's pretty cool. Uh,
0: And so you're mainly hearing the the outside left and right, so it feels like you're playing with the band. And if you kind of push or pull a little too much, you'll feel it. Right, right. Like you'll hear yourself rush or drag against the track. Very cool. So it's a great way to really teach yourself to lock in – Especially with tunes that have really quirky grooves so this is
1: a really nice multi-purpose tool oh you can use for, it for pretty much any instrument really a
0: ton of things
1: yeah.
0: uh, i forgot how much i paid for it on uh the mac because i bought it a year and a half ago but we were just looking it's 10 bucks oh,
1: for the phone app yeah for yeah. the
0: phone app i mean that's cheap for all of the kinds of things that it does you can also slow down or speed up the song so if it's a real intricate tune and you don't have all the parts down, you can digitally slow it down and it'll hold the key, unlike awesome. tape. which it's kind of
1: like slowing down the old vinyl records. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it doesn't do that. Right, right.
0: It just plays it slower. And the artifacting is not really So bad. without
1: affecting pitch and all of that. Yeah,
0: yeah. And you, it doesn't get scratchy or choppy or any of that stuff within reason. I mean, sure. you can't speed it, I mean you can't speed it up Totally
1: manipulate a track that you have no control over right, right. yeah,
0: you can't go from like 140 beats a minute to 20 beats a minute, you know, without hearing some weirdness, but um, so you can slow it down you can speed it up, if you're a vocalist or if you're uh, wondering if maybe, especially for vocals, if you could sing it in a different key and it would be more comfortable, it'll actually pitch shift the whole thing up and down, so that you could hear, what would it sound like a half step down and would it be easier to sing, that kind of thing. So it's well, I'm
1: definitely going to check this one out because I was not familiar with this. one.
0: Yeah, so, so Capo, it's made by Super Ultra Mega Groovy, I think is the name of the company. It's Real the best name company. ever. Yeah, it's a hip <laughs> company, man. And uh, it's a hip product. It's something that I get a ton of value out of. I use it just about every single week uh, as I'm learning tunes, if I've got to get chord charts, if I'm a musical director on something, instead of me having to sit down at a piano write everything out. and really twist my brain around stuff, especially complicated chords. I mean, it'll, it'll grab like a, uh, like a G major 7 and no problem. You know, it'll, it'll grab a crazy extended chords sometimes. 98% of the time it's right. Uh so it'll even handle inversions of chords, which is kind of cool. Uh so for somebody like me who's a drummer, it makes me like a genius because if somebody has twelve tunes I need to make chord charts for, instead of it taking a year and a half to make charts, <laughs> I can I can spit them out in an afternoon. Nice. And I can I can. I can either pick up a guitar since it has the chord symbols, I can play the guitar and check the chords. Or I can sit down at the piano. I can kind of plunk out the chords and make sure they're right. And if for some reason they're not, it's close enough that you're in the ballpark. You just have to figure out what's sure. not right. So it does 95% of the work for you in figuring that stuff out. Probably uh, of all the apps we'll talk about, it's probably the most feature-rich and one that I get the most value for the money Absolutely, out It's an amazing, amazing app. Capo. That's a great one. So, uh, what about you? It's your turn. Bat one back.
1: Okay. Um, one, because we are drummers and, you know, 98% of the time we're required to be in charge of all the tempos and all the tunes. I really like a metronome app called Tempo. I love it. It's a great one. Yep. Um You can create set lists inside of the program. You can, you know, do odd meters. You can do whatever you need, but it's just, I like it because it's very user friendly. Yep. Um, the layout is very cool. You can even go into it and change the color schemes within the program, which is kind of cool, depending on lighting in a room or what is visually appealing. You yep. can have—I like that it has a video cue. Yeah, you can see—you know—you can see the metronome blinking if you don't necessarily want it audible. Yep. But uh, so tempo is one. There you go. My they're, dogs like it your too. Dogs—they're
0: <laughs> like tempo. Run!
1: We love it! It's probably your package at the front door.
0: (laughs) Oh, shoot. That's DHL.
1: (laughs) Brian's just gone. Okay, guys. Well, I'm here by myself because Brian just went to the front door. So, anyway. So, Tempo its a very cool app. And this is what it looks like on your iPad. But you can go in and control, you know, Tempo, your quarter note markings... You can do any time signature. Very cool little application to use. And really for any musician, not just drummers, but it's uh, very user-friendly. Um, which on the fly, too, is really easy because you can adjust tempos. Like if you push and pull. Brian must be very excited about this package because he just Direct left the China.
0: line. I told you. <laughs> Direct from China. These are prototypes...
1: Of the new pieces.
0: Prototypes.
1: So I showed up to your app there and gave a little, just a little. That was (laughs) hilarious. That just happened, folks. (laughs) Nowhere else in the world. In that moment, it made me realize this is a lot more fun as a pairing to do than by yourself. (laughs) That's a lonely <laughs> island by yourself, man. Wow. <laughs> I don't um, think I've ever seen anybody run to the front door so fast.
0: I'll be, I'll be Costello to your Abbott all day long, man. I'm telling you. It's <laughs> fine. I'm cool with it.
1: <laughs> and I'm getting another phone call. I can't answer.
0: You're, po- you're a popular dude. The, one of the things I really love about Tempo is the, uh, the set list feature. So you can set up different types of clicks. If one has like a 12-8 bass to it mm-hmm. with the triplets, uh, if you want one that's just straight quarter notes, another one that's eighth notes or sixteenth notes, like every song can have its own specific click, and then you just put it together in a set list. Name it whatever the song is. Right. Put it right into a set list order, and this is even better – if uh, you get on the gig and a singer decides, "Hey, we're going to skip that one," right. like you just go to the next one. You it's just tap the boink. list. Right. If uh, someone decides two minutes before the set that they're going to change the whole list order, you don't have to do a lot of crazy stuff. Like in a time rhythm watch, you're hosed.
1: Yeah, because it's you. Whatever you set it up is. That's the way it is. Yeah,
0: I'm over there doing. I'm doing algebra. <laughs> going, all right. So four is six, but seven is three, right. and. And so,
1: yeah, the click edit feature is nice.
0: I'm holding up progress over there, trying to do arithmetic.
1: Or when a singer decides, let's take my song ten clicks slower
0: and totally change the vibe of the tune. Yeah. <laughs> so the uh, so if you need to change the order, you literally you just take your finger and you just drag these things around. Uh, you can uh, do all kinds of editing of songs. Uh, when you really deep dive into some of the features, you can. Uh, you can kind of move things around between set lists and do all kinds of other stuff. the The visual uh, indicator is great, Yeah. especially if if you've got a band that's kind of pulling around and listening to the click. Listening to it can be a distraction.
1: Absolutely. Sometimes
0: I just hit mute, and I just kind of um, I've got the light in my peripheral vision, so. I have a a roundabout indicator.
1: Gives you a nice little reference.
0: And then I can just use my ears to worry about the band. And as I'm really trying to seat the thing, I'm just kind of bouncing off the light a little bit and if i get a little too far ahead or behind and i want to keep it there it's cool i I've, I've got that indicator or if i just decide to dump it all together then right. it's, it's not so stop it. yeah it's not so annoying that i can't let it run for a little bit before i just turn the thing off so uh yeah and and they just updated it I, when i opened it up I, I just got the update for this last night and um And they've got a bunch of new features and stuff in here that I haven't even looked at. Automator features. I'm guessing that where you can automate tempos in a song. So if it starts at one tempo, it needs to ramp up or down for different things. You can. Maybe, you know, the the choruses are two clicks faster than the verses. Pushed a little bit. Yeah, for that singer who doesn't totally know how to sing in time, you can actually accommodate them a little bit.
1: And then, you know, if you have to scrap it, it's easy to stop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's got a nice, big, fat big play, play stop button on it right there. So uh, while we're talking about metronome apps, I'll throw another one yeah, out please do. for you. Uh, this one uh, may be a little hard to find. I've got, you can see here, I've got, what is that, 10 different metronome apps that I kind of go between. And they all do interesting sure, different sure. things uh but one that i really like that's probably the first one i ever bought was called uh dr Betot. it's supposed to be like french <laughs> that's how they Bet-ot. get away
1: from saying dr beat not yeah, saying dr. Beat. yeah yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> so originally that's why i started using this app uh is because it was just like a dr beat uh it had a few more features in terms of the number of um uh, the number of beats per measure that you could set and stuff like that. Uh, it's got a, a set list feature. It's not quite as fun and easy as tempo is. Right. But the one reason that I use this Dr. Butot app, uh, I'm just <laughs> going to say it wrong the whole time. Yeah, but I like that. Is this uh swing tab feature. So if I go over to swing, uh, let's say I'm in 16th notes, mm-hmm. I can swing just the 16th note. Okay. Like if I'm, Trying to play like a looser kind of vibe or something that feels a little more like smooth jazz or hip hop kind of thing. Or you can swing the eighth note um, independent of the sixteenth. Oh, note. that's cool. So if you really have a very specific feel that all the downbeats are pretty hard, but what happens in between is real loosey goosey, you can really dial this thing in with those eighths and sixteenths. To nail whatever the actual feel is, so a lot of times what I'll do is I'll get something that's like that so if you've got this like James Gatson kind of groove right, mm-hmm. and it's sixteenth notes, but it's got this weird loop right. in between you can literally sit there you know if you're if you're as anal retentive as I am you can sit there with these sliders and work e and, and up uh, and really figure it out till it really gets in there
1: and well, that's a nice then, feature so it's not just necessarily a static click right you can really make it more musical. Yeah, very yeah.
0: much so. I a little love more it. fun to play I along with. I love it with. for that. Yeah, and so uh, it's got a rhythm coach in here so that you can do all kinds of uh, different things. If you want to do some fluctuations in time, up and down a little bit. Okay. Uh, if you want to do any kind of low to high training, let's say you're working on your rudiments and you want to work on, say, a paradiddle from 30 beats a minute to 230 beats a minute. You
1: can incrementally... Change it. Yep, nice. it,
0: you can follow the tempo all the way up over the course of however long you want to do it. If you want to do it for uh, two minutes, it'll go up and down in two minutes. If you want to do ten minutes, you can go up and back down all the course of ten minutes, and it, it figures out how to do it evenly. And you're just you know kind of playing chase with it a little bit. It's fun. It's a, it's a fun game to play with yourself with the rhythm coach.
1: Now on the column on the left, can are those built in? things or do you import songs or
0: you can it has a lot of different sounds in it okay so you can set up different types of clicks and so you can save all these different types of clicks uh, whether it's a feel or a particular batch of sounds that are in there and you can save them as a preset kind of click if you've got like some of these clicks are polymeter clicks you you can actually kind of save those as their own thing Uh, because it's got some drum sounds in it you can actually do some drum loop program very basic drum loop programming in there so that you, uh, if you don't um, if you don't have a drum machine or any kind of drum machine type app, then uh, but we will talk about a few in just a little bit. Uh, then you can actually do this in here. And uh, again, you can put a playlist of those different clicks together, or you can do. It's got a set listing feature in this playlist option. It, it's just not as intuitive. The frozen ape one in tempo is just the awesome.
1: ability to move the sixteenth and the eighth separately. That is very cool. So that's whether you want it swung or very straight yeah. or kind of that in between Motown thing. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah,
0: Between that and the, and the, uh, the rhythm trainer, the coach, the tempo trainer, uh, that's, that's one that's super, super valuable for me. And again, the reason why I have 10 different metronomes on my iPad is they all do different things really, really well. And so with, um, Tempo, I, I use that on gigs. That's my gig yeah. Uh With this other one we just talked about, I use that for my feel manipulation. And, and if I want to do the It's more ramping. for your
1: practicing and yeah.
0: really working on something. Definitely. And then this other one uh, is called Time Guru. And what Time Guru is, is it's a gap click. I mean, it does oh, a lot okay. of other things. Right. But it's, it's a... Uh, controllable gap click. So you use uh, some of the features in the top to put together the kind of click that you want to hear, uh, whether it's just a static quarter note or eighth note, sixteenth notes. You've got some different uh, sounds that you can pick over here in this other list.
1: That's very cool.
0: Yep, and then you decide, after you get your tempo here on this slider, or you tap the tempo in, then you come up to this other slider. That says random mute. mute. <laughs> wow. Yep. Uh, or you can have gradual so that it gradually you know widens the the timeout. But what, what I like to do a lot of times is I'll start like around 10%. Okay. So I'm playing with my click, and all of a sudden for a beat, maybe two beats, it'll just drop out. And as long as I'm right there with it when it comes back in, you know, you. I'm good. Okay, and that's then, per, that's
1: a nice, useful tool, though.
0: And and as as a real time check on how strong your internal clock is, I think gap clicks are an absolute necessity. Uh, because what happens with a lot of guys that practice with a metronome is they become metronome dependent. Mm-hmm. You ever been to one of those gigs where you're listening to the band? You are like drummer's good, but you can tell the drummer's not controlling the time.
1: Yeah. And it also will dictate if the straighter the gig mm-hmm. or, or the straighter the feel is, yeah. you can tell they're attached and they're only focused on that quarter note. Right. And they're, yeah. they're having a hard time letting
0: it breathe. Well, there's bit. some bands that I'll listen to and I'm like, well, the bass player's obviously holding this band together. Right. Like the drummer's just kind of floating on top of what the bass player's laying down. And, and especially for contemporary stuff and pop rock, R&B kind of stuff, you don't really want that. You know, you, the drummer needs to be driving the bus, as I call it. I agree. But there, are some bands, there are some bands I've seen and heard where it's pretty obvious that the drums and the bass are not the ones driving. The rhythm guitar player is so super solid right. that if you take him out of the equation, all you got is loopy, soupy, <laughs> tempo, nothing. That word you used
1: earlier organic. <laughs>
0: It's all good when it's purposeful. Right. But when people just don't have really good strong internal time, it's a mess. It really can uh, ruin so much. And to the untrained ear, most people think that the average civilian can't tell good time from bad time. But because the past 20 years, so much music has been made with drum machines and click tracks and now computers that have grids. Right. The average civilian has a very finely tuned engine that really recognizes tempo. Doesn't know that. Right. But where it shows up. Because that's all
1: you've heard for 20 years. You're programmed.
0: Yeah, You don't realize that. I I heard, uh, talking about Motown earlier, I heard a, a Motown song the other day on satellite radio. And then not too far after that, I heard a Rolling Stone song, and both of them did something really interesting. They sped up from the beginning of the song to the end. Mm -hmm. And I've done done enough of my research and my practice and study on Motown to understand why they did that. They sped it up purposefully because it gave a three-minute song more energy. Sure. It made you want to keep listening to it.
1: And also some of that was everybody was in the room actually
0: yeah. playing live in the moment. Yeah. So it could ebb and flow. But if you listen to the way you do the things you do, and you sit down with your little tap tempo metronome, and when they started, and you tap the tempo on it, you'll get one reading. Right. And then by the time you get to the last out, course, it's a very subtle change, but it was a very purposeful change because the dynamic range of that song is so static. It starts at about the exact same dynamic range that it ends. They had to do something to keep it interesting and build energy. So they purposefully... From everything I've read and all the research I've done, they purposefully sped it up in the actual playing by the end so that it gave it more energy. It didn't feel like just a static continuum from beginning and end of the song. That makes for a boring song. Sure. Um, So uh, the Gap Click is great for really helping you know how strong is your internal clock. You know, you'll get to where you're doing maybe a bar on and a bar off. Mm -hmm. And at first, you'll feel like, am I going to hit the next downbeat? (laughs) You feel very isolated. This is going to be weird. But at least you can do it in the sanctity of your own practice room. So if
1: you blow it, you're the only one that knows. But it's a great tool, too, because you really get a um, a really inner sense of where you are. Yeah.
0: Because when that goes away, boy, you're like. I hope I'm close. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, what happens eventually when you do this kind of work on your time is that you learn to treat the metronome as just a reference. Right. Instead of… Another
1: instrument. Instead of being so reliant. It's not the
0: dictator of the time. You're still the dictator of time. The, The time is coming from internally. And all this is doing is it's giving you the feedback that says, yep. You're still there. Yeah. And you can widen this thing out. By the time you get to like 90%, 95%, you're going for a few bars at a time before you hear anything. And even then, you don't hear a whole bar. You might hear two clicks. Gotcha. And because it it always uh, accents the first beat of every measure, you can see how many of these... You, know, you can change the meter here at the top. Gotcha. How many beats are in the measure. Right. Uh, it always gives a higher pitch to beat one. So as you're cruising along and you've been doing this for six and a half minutes, and all of a sudden your one lines up with that one, you're like, I'm actually doing this. Right. This is cool. I'm really. <laughs> Success. Yeah. And you're going you're gonna to be really surprised when you do that kind of deep surgical work on your time. It's not going to make your playing stale. Right. Right. It's going to make it just makes you more aware of what's going on. You're going to be so uber confident. Like when you count off that one, two, three, four, whatever you're playing, you know, you're you're going to be super confident that by the end, you're just going to be. It's going to be right where it needs to be. And everybody, if everybody's listening, is going to lock into that. They're going to feel comfortable. They're going to feel that that cushion that you become, like you become this cushion that everybody can just kind of sit on. It's comfy, man. It feels good, but it's not just this soupy messy. Right. Uh, it's not like
1: the intent is there. It's
0: not like a foam, like a foam mattress, you know, (laughs) in some cheap hotel, you just kind of like fall into it. All of a sudden you're like, Oh, this kind of feels gross. (laughs) It just kind of, no, it's, it's, it's the right. not get the call back you were looking for. yeah exactly no it's the right it's it's the right amount of of um we'll call it uh firm confidence mm-hmm. like when your time is that strong, and you hear that maybe a vocalist wants to i had this happen to me a couple of couple of weeks ago on a gig. I could hear the tempo that we had decided on mm-hmm. was not really the tempo the vocalist needed to sing it at they needed to sing it a couple of clicks faster now. I, we weren't running a click or anything. Sure. I just, my time is strong enough that I can listen. I'm holding it down. I'm locking it down. Everybody's cool, but I'm listening. I'm going, that vocals would be a lot more comfortable if we just, over the course of, say, a whole verse, like eight bars. Just wrench it up. Just 2 BPM. Right. Just a little bit. And all of a sudden, you feel like the band can, f- it's not anything you hear. Sure. But the band can immediately feel, okay. I'm listening. I can hear him. I can hear. All of a sudden, we lock into the vocalist, and now we're cruising. Like, I mean, it, it's like it's like an army of people all lockstep instead of us kind of yeah, like a boxing match,
1: tug of war. You know,
0: we're kind of kind of combating the vocalist. How about we accommodate them a little bit? We find we listen and we go. Yeah, actually, you know what? If we're just a shade faster. They're have to be subtle
1: with that though, because oh, that can yeah. be a, that's why a you train take, wreck in the opposite yeah, direction real quick. To do it. Yeah, 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 you don't yeah. just do
0: a fill and you're a new mm-hmm. tempo. Right. You and, and that's why things like the gap click, that gradual tempo uh, ramp thing that's in the other app where you learn to sort of gradually move up and down, you can kind of control. Now all of a sudden, man, it's like it's like you got both hands on the steering wheel and you're steering this big bus around that's the band. And now you really feel like, wow, I actually have some ability to make this awesome. Right. Like, it's not just us hacking at some songs that we played a whole lot. Like, this is a living, breathing thing. And if I just do this little thing here that just kind of pushes it this way or that way, or or maybe the guitar player, like, you know, his part, his rhythm part is super incredible, important, With like a Motown thing or some kind of R and B thing, like a Memphisy thing, funk tunes. Yeah, if you're if you're you know you're kind of used to playing it in one place, and then you get with because so many of the bands I play with, I don't play with a static group of folks. Right, you know we may be playing from a pretty standard song list, especially on cover gigs, but um, it's not. I don't play. It's not like I play with the same guys every single week. So I really have to listen a lot. And so when I'm when we're playing, I kind of tune off, and we start playing, and I notice you know the rhythm guitar to, is very important in this song, and he's feeling it a little bit differently. I can slowly change what I do over the course of a section of a tune. Uh, sometimes even from the downbeat through that eight bar intro to the verse. If you're really listening, you can morph over eight bars, and by the verse, what was a pretty good start becomes a band that sounds like they've been playing together for 25 years. Part one is you got to use your ears. Got to listen. But then part two is you've got to have this skill set. You can manipulate what you do. You have these these skill sets that no matter what style of music you're playing, no matter what volume, no matter what tempo, no matter what subdivision, like you have these rooted skill sets that allow you to change what you're doing mm-hmm. instead of learning something one way, like learning the groove to love and happiness or something, uh, or learning a, like Steve Jordan, everybody's kind of hip on learning Steve Jordan grooves. Now, like you, you learn waiting on the world to change. Imagine taking that groove and then being able to not just play it the way that it is on the record at that tempo with that kind of swagger, but having 20 other ways you can play it. Right. At varying tempos, varying feels, you can widen out the swing, you can tighten up the swing, like you can do all kinds of things inside. well, These kind of apps that we're talking about are the sort of thing that I use to help me with that. You know, I can program in what that feel might be like if it's one or two clicks faster, or if we compress the swing a little bit, or if we widen it out a little bit. And all of a sudden, or with the the gap click, I can double check. Am I really holding this down the way I think I'm holding it down? Right. Or am I fooling
1: myself? It's a really great reference.
0: Yeah. So uh, those are just a few of the, the metronome apps. I mean, I, there's I can another one I'll about. mention
1: that I, I noticed you have too. This is a great one for getting tempos. If you're having to uh, learn a tune really quickly and you don't have, you know, the reference uh, live BPM. Yes. Is a good one because you can be charting mm-hmm. out your tune. Have your phone playing a song on your iPad or whatever. Yep. Hit that live BPM. It'll give you the tempo marking real quick. Yeah. It's kind of a handy tool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not so much a drum machine app as it is just a tempo marking.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. So um what about, do you use any kind of beat boxes or drum machines or things like that? I don't. App-wise, okay.
1: I've still got a couple of old-school drum machines at the house that, oh, if I man. need something, you know, what do you? you I've got like? an SR-16. Oh yeah! And I've actually got. Oh, I thing. still have an old Yamaha RX-5. Oh my god. With the little sound cards. Yep. It's. I still love the way that thing sounds.
0: The cowbell on that is iconic. It's,
1: it's the best sounding <laughs> cowbell ever. So I, for that, and rehearsing at home or whatever, and even some, you know, say click markings i might use those still yep so i haven't delved into the drum machine how about yourself on the oh app, dude app-wise?
0: so i'm like you i've got um i've got one of the the newer um uh, whatever the new version of the sr16 is i have one down in my uh, my studio um I still have a D4 somewhere. I sold mine on eBay like two years ago. Got 20 cents. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody in Venezuela bought it for like 150 bucks. It was cool. <laughs> oh. Hello. You need another one? <laughs> uh, I, and, and uh, you know, I've got some things like, oh, I've got a lot of different things like across the room and there's a, a DTX sure. extreme uh, brain on a kit and stuff like that. Yeah, but I've got
1: I've got the Roland uh, TD, what's it? td20 yeah
0: yeah Yeah, yeah. but as far as app wise um i kind of live in two different worlds uh when i'm on the computer and i'm working in the studio uh, i've got a few different tools reason is a big one that i use for a lot of my drum sequencing sure if i'm doing drum sequencing that's more uh traditional kind of drum machine programming like uh i call call it 808 style programming where you've got that interface where you punch a few buttons and you've got a a few beat right got a few things happening and especially if i need to marry a drum machine with say some loop material Mm -hmm. because reason has got um it's got the drum machine type stuff in there it's got an mpc style um drum sequencing thing called Kong. it looks like an NPC. you can pull in your own samples, you can do all kinds of stuff and it works like an NPC. you can route it to a, a, a pad controller like I've got over there. Uh, and then there's also a sampler module where you can either uh, chop up a bigger song like pull a loop out of a song I got you. or what I do a lot of times is if I like the kick and snare of a particular tune, I can chop it up in the sampler um, and just trigger those. And since they're all MIDI, ma- all the slices are MIDI mapped, then if I need it to be a little faster or slower, we can very easily do that. Instead of having to do a lot of surgical stuff, um, the, the sampler module and reason is, is pretty cool for doing that. So, I, and, and I can do all that in one interface. So I can do some drum machine stuff, uh, that's more like old school way wait style type right. programming, uh, then I can drop into Kong and I can add some stuff to it. That's more like MPC stuff, especially if I want to put some percussion on it or something mm-hmm. like some shakery kind of things that are sequenced. And then I can drop down into the sampler and I can pull in pieces, whatever of sounds you want to go on top of that even. So, uh, for that, I love that kind of, that kind of program. Um, in, inside my Daw, I've got two or three other things, but app wise, if I, if I'm talking about iPad, so, um, I'm a, I am was a real big fan of the hardware unit, the Electribe that Korg made. Yeah,
1: those are nice little sh- machines. And, yeah,
0: and there's all kinds of weird, quirky, cool, electro kind of groove sounds in there. So I've got the iOS version of that app. And it's pretty much the exact same thing as the hardware box. Yeah. But it's actually in an app interface. So you've got, I mean, it's like looking at the face of the machine. It even has, you know, they built this valve tube circuit into the thing. So you kind of heat it up a little bit and give it a little distortion. It's even got that built into it. Um, but if you've ever used an electribe, it's the exact same kind of interface where all the notes are lined up at the bottom. It's got uh, not only drum sounds, but there's some uh, some bass and other analog synth sounds in there. So you could actually program more than just drums. Uh, a lot of times when I'm practicing, especially if I'm practicing an idea, let's say I'm doing five-note groupings or something, mm-hmm. it's one thing to practice it against a metronome. And you know that helps you with the time. And helps to keep you from rushing or dragging, but to make musical sense of those ideas, right. you, need or you have
1: a little bass line or something yeah. to play over it.
0: Yeah, you can program in a bar, two bars, or four bars of some kind of little bass line, and maybe even a short chord sequence, like three chords over four bars. And now all of a sudden, you got a musical context. So if you're playing these across the bar line kind of things, you've got just long enough of a sequence so that it. You can stretch out the idea and hear what it sounds like or what it would sound like if you used it in a bigger piece of music. So, if I'm doing the five over four, you know, uh, or not five over four, but it's groupings of five and sixteenth notes. So, I'm going to beat on the table. We haven't done this in the show yet. So, yeah, if you're doing one E and a two E and a three E and a four E and a. So, do me a favor on the table there. Now, Make sure that beat stays strong, okay? So if I'm doing like five, I'm doing. So if you're just with a straight metronym, um, you, you can very easily lose where you are in like a four bar phrase. Sure. But let's say I program in a baseline either that uh, plays against that or a lot of times what I'll do is I'll play, a, I'll program hey, in you a need musical more to hear the
1: phrase. I can,
0: I'll actually program in a musical phrase that goes with that idea Nice and helps me to know how to get across a bigger, a bigger amount of time. So yeah. I'll Cause if you
1: just try to cram the five over the f- four or the five or the eight mm-hmm. and you don't know where the one is it, you're like, what
0: did I just do? <laughs> so, for instance, we'll do the same thing. So we'll kind of on the table here. So, in something like an electribe or something like that, I might program something to play along with me mm-hmm. to let me know. Say I'm going to do a four-bar phrase of this. So I'll end up going boom, 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 and all of a sudden I've got my whole phrase and I I just know there's three repetitions of that melody. And then we've got one bar of a fill that I can use to get myself back to the top of the phrase.
1: And that's really the key. With one all of, of these is, is creating a musical atmosphere. So you're not just doing stagnant exercises. Yeah. You know, make it musical, make it fun. And then your growth will be exponential because you'll be, you'll spend more time doing it.
0: Right. Well, and and that's one of the frustrating things that I I get from people that come to take lessons with me. They're like, I practice two hours a day and I don't hear a difference. Right. Well, either you're practicing the wrong stuff the wrong way or you're not practicing in a way that's going to make you uh, be able to take these tools. You're just throwing tools in a box. Right. Right. But you never take the time to figure out what that tool that you're working on, you know what that hammer does. What you know, what kind of nails does that hammer drive, or you know what kind of uh, screws do you use with that particular screwdriver? And so invariably, what happens is guys will try and shoehorn these new ideas in on the gig, and then they they go, well, that sounds like crap. Why, why did I spend all this time practicing this?
1: Right, just this practicing a. A phrase or just practicing an idea without anything musical to. Uh, bounce it off of. Right. It just it's still just an exercise.
0: Well it's like learning a language but never ever learning to have a conversation.
1: Right. Never putting it together in a sentence.
0: Yeah. It's like you, you buy a dictionary for Spanish and you just start learning a whole bunch of random <laughs> Spanish words. <laughs> right doesn't mean you can speak the language. Doesn't right, right. Yeah you, know, you could you could know how to spell it, you can know how to pronounce it, you could know what the meaning of it is, but until you know how to line those things up into a cohesive sentence and then you can string um enough sentences together for a complete thought and then you can listen to someone else's thought that isn't pre-planned mm-hmm. and know what they're saying and know how to respond like you don't know the language you just don't you know a lot of pieces and fragments and things right. that could make up the language but you don't really have a grasp of the language you start to use tools like this like electribe or they're the the one that's super cool if I'm getting really geeky there's there's a special edition of this that's the the gorillas edition nice so they they used electribe to uh, on one of their albums. And so they loaded all of the pieces of that album into, into that. their own version of the elect That's cool. So you've got the verses and the choruses of all these different songs and all the pieces and the samples. And it, it, that's the fun one to play along. I uh, bet. I don't really do a lot of changing of the patterns sure, Cause they're ones. already cool. Yeah, they're, yeah <laughs> they're cooler than anything I could ever come up with. And uh, so the gorillas edition of, of that, uh, that same core, uh, I Electribe is super super awesome, so those are those are two beatboxes that have a, a little bit more melodic content to them that I like. Um, I, while I'm just kind of riffing on some of these things, sure. uh, there's a few other more MPC style uh, apps that I'll use. There's an actual IMPC; it's a virtual version of an Akai MPC. So if you're familiar with those at all, hip hop guys know exactly what That would have cost about. you three grand to have that in a day. I know it. <laughs> Not no more. It's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, all that stuff is actually in here. And when you flip through some of the different uh, windows and stuff that are in here, the sampler window, you can actually sample sounds into this thing and you can chop them up just like you, you used to do on, a, on an actual MPC and things like that. Uh You can actually pull in tunes. It has it has a it has a virtual uh, virtual Virtual turntable. (laughs) (laughs) You can DJ that sucker. (laughs) You can you can a lot of it is you get pitch shifting and stuff like that. But uh, so a lot you've got different effects. You got all kinds of there's a mixer in here. So IMPC I use for a lot of that kind of programming stuff, and then. I'm a big user of Native Instruments products. Mm -hmm. Uh, Machine is their uh, drum sequencer that I use a lot in the studio. They have iMachine, which is kind of a stripped-down version of the Machine studio that I have here downstairs. Um, In fact, a lot of the packs that come with iMachine are smaller versions of the big machine packs. So a lot of times what I'll do is I'll start on iMachine with an idea and i'll start putting it together in here and it's it's very mpc style with the pads and samples and that sort of thing it does a few things differently but i'll start here and then it'll i'll throw it in the machine on my computer where i can really blow the thing out i really can do a whole lot of stuff with it at that point so um so that's more of uh the mpc style uh kind of thing and i'll just show one other cool thing used to i used to collect Vintage drum machines. Mm-hmm. That was when you could go to a garage sale. And, and find them cheap. You could get an old Wurlitzer or an old Baldwin little drum machine-y kind of thing for 10 bucks, Right. Yeah. Now everybody, because Coldplay uses it and Radiohead uses that kind of stuff. Now those things are 1000 bucks on eBay, <laughs> right? So, uh, So I have now replaced it with a cool app called funk box nice all this is is a bunch of vintage drum machines nice. play a few of them there it's got an 808 in it it's got a tr uh 606 my favorite is the the cr78 I used to have one of these the Compu rhythm cr we just need to let that be our background music i think that's a new theme song since, since i hadn't had time to finish writing a new theme song for us Uh, I can hear Barry White already. I know, right, baby? Show <laughs> oh. <Sure> you right. <laughs> or disco. Let's go to disco. It's not a disco rhythm. It's not a hip hop rhythm. There we go. Sounds just like the old boxes too. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah, hilarious. Man. I love this thing, the Funk Box. So uh, the thing that's uh, that's cool about the Funk Box, it's got a, uh, it's got your pads. So you can actually, so you can actually like, make a little program. where it's got patterns. It. Yeah. it actually it actually has a it has a sequencer built into So You can go into the pattern edit here, and it's oh, just yeah, got it's a little the grid. Cool. Yeah, it's just a little grid based, and you just kind of pop your finger down. Kind of like Fruity Loops. You just pop your finger down on different things. Create beats
1: you didn't know you could play.
0: Yeah, you can do step, step-based step sequencing uh, in this thing. You can manipulate the tempo. Go back to the main panel there. Oh, hit the button. Not the name. Uh, you can store patterns. It's got a little mixer in there. The whole uh, interface is, um, is very intuitive, and it feels like an old rhythm box, and they've just got all kinds of cool stuff that comes with it. So the funk box... Funk box. If you're looking for a whole Can't lot of different drum sounds in one place, uh, especially those cool old school kind of sounds, it's, it's definitely the place to go. So uh, what else? What's an app you like? I'm on sensory
1: overload at the moment. <laughs> it's all right. Well, I will backtrack. because okay. um, These aren't necessarily drum specific, but because we touched on the subject of digital mixers, mm-hmm. I highly recommend everybody go. Put the digital mixer apps yep. on your iPad because most of the venues you play now. You know, there's there's a few choices, yeah. but if you have the app, nine times out of ten, sound guy is going to be very cool and allow you access so yeah. you can control your own mix. Yep. I just find that very useful. Oh yeah. So you can control your own your own mix. That's such a nice thing nowadays.
0: Yeah, yeah. You actually make their job a little bit easier. And it it makes your job easier because you can hear exactly what you want, when you want. Exactly. And organically, dynamically on the gig, if something is throwing you off, if a vocalist all of a sudden doesn't know a song because they've never heard this Phil Collins song that you're doing and they don't really know the lyrics. Right. uh, They're just kind of meandering through it like bad karaoke. Then all of a sudden you can just kind of grab the little... Fader, and you just pull them down. Yeah. Just enough so that you can hang on to them, but you can get them out and avoid the annoyance. Focus
1: on the tune. Yeah. (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) So, yeah. Or my favorite is when you have a singer and you count the tune off, and for some reason they start singing behind the beat. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh yeah, you got to go down. I'll meet you at the end. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not moving. Because <laughs> if I move, I it'll just keep slowing down. You. I'll see you on the other <laughs> side, man.
0: Shoot. Um, yeah. So it, at this point, um, especially if you if you have any um, inclination to learn about recording, mm-hmm. uh, one of the great things about all these different mixer apps is most of their interfaces build in the majority of the features of whatever that digital mixer is. So if you go into the demo mode on them, you can learn to use, like a Behringer X32. Right. You can learn to use it and not have to buy one. Right, right. Because all of it's sitting right there. It's all right there. This week, I had to learn how to use a Roland M5000. So, you know, I got the manual. I watched a few video tutorials. But one of the things that was I'm sure the manual is like this <laughs> rolling has well, a now tendency the, now. Now, now the manual is this because it's all PDF. Right. But yeah, it's it's like it's an encyclopedia. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. It would, if it would be a, a it would be the New York telephone book if you actually had to print that thing out. You know, right. and so uh, but now you can get it PDF. But it's still a lot to read. Yeah. But the great thing about it is I could get my PDF and I could put it in my uh, computer over here. And I could have the app open. And since the app acts like the touch screen on that thing. Oh, cool. And you can sort of access things very similarly to how you do on the touch screen on that mixer. Then I could work with that mixer offline. So it's like and, a
1: real time tutorial.
0: Yeah. yeah. And so when I showed up and I get behind that thing and the other guys are going, yeah, I, I did the class on this like six months ago. I, I'm like, step way, Hang on a second. And I'm just going. Right. Like I've been on it forever. And they have no idea to it. Two days ago, I had no clue. Right? I, I wouldn't know where the power button. I'm gonna was. Google this, see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the great thing about these apps. <clears throat> you can really, in some cases, you can uh, you can be of added value when you get to the gig because I mean, I've had gigs where, um, you know, whoever's operating the mixer kind of knows how to do stuff right. but not really where i've been able to kind of jump in and go hey i think i know how to do that for you let me let me try something sure and you know just without bullying them out of the way you know you're just trying just trying oh, to help i'm just gonna help hey let me let me see i think i've used this before let me let's see if i can do what it is let so me show you, you know. how
1: to turn your aux sends on it'll help everybody <laughs> just trust me
0: where's the button for the pre and the post fade yeah don't get me started. <laughs> so you can learn with all those different mixer apps, and pretty much everybody now at this point that makes a digital mixer has an app for their mixer. Some of them have a couple of different versions of their apps. Um, you can get on there, you can learn how to use those things.
1: What's really cool about all this, not to change your thought no, here, no. is that with all these apps that are available, you don't, you no longer have to go out and buy all these machines. Right. And spend thousands of dollars for, you know, 10 bucks, 5 bucks, whatever the app may cost. Man, the learning tools that you have mm-hmm. at your disposal on
0: technology today is amazing. Do you know that Yamaha drum machine that you have? Do you know how much that thing was brand new? Oh, it was ridiculous. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Because I, I have know. that
1: and I have the RX-21, which was the percussion version. Yep. I'm not getting rid of them just because they're cool.
0: Yeah. <laughs> When, when but they were college, so expensive. Well, the, When I was in college, the only reason I got to play with any drum machines at all was because I taught in a music store. Right. Otherwise, I never would have been able to buy those things. Right. I, I couldn't afford 800 a 1000 Some of these things were like, especially if you get up into like uh, the, the land of the really expensive tools. You know, you pay 2000 bucks for some of these things. kind of like the Lindrums of the world and stuff, those things were they weren't just cost prohibitive. <laughs> <laughs> they were utterly impossible yeah. to buy. Yeah. <laughs> for for a college Cause, student.
1: Because Prince had the first three. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: But because I worked in a music store, and they had a stock of all those things, and I taught right upstairs, I could just, hey, let me uh, let me learn how to use that so I can show you or so I can show your customers. Right. That's what I – it's funny because –
1: Great sales one, tool.
0: One of the things when I was teaching in a music store when I was in college, I made myself – I really did two things at once. I got uh, access to all these amazing tools, and I could use them for my own stuff. But also, I could give value to these sales guys that most of them weren't drummers, and they certainly didn't know how to operate these things. And I could sit for hours on end, and a lot of times they'd even let me take the the floor model home for a couple of days, right? On. Because I could come back, and we could sit for an hour, and I could show them just enough stuff that they could actually sell when I wasn't around, you know. But if I was upstairs teaching, and I had a half hour off, they'd be like, Brian, come down and show this guy, and then you just you know run it through it's all its paces. Right. Sold. Right. Done. Somebody that actually has a real job and real money would buy one.
1: Right. <laughs> a little more than pattern 1, pattern 2. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Watch, I can erase the hi-hat. <laughs> so, but yeah, those things were incredibly cost prohibitive back in the day. Yeah. And now for $10, $20 at most sometimes $50. You can get uh, a drum machine app or a drum loop app or something to do this creation of a rhythm that, uh, that only helps you get better at what you do and make you more valuable to the people that you work with. Agreed. I mean, I've, sw- I've swapped all kinds of stuff with, with uh, singer songwriters for, for demos. You know, they, they, they don't really have the budget yet to come into the studio and they're just going to use their, you know, two channel interface to write, uh, some of their demos on acoustic guitar, and they just want some quick little drum loopy things. Sure. I can just bounce out all kinds of stuff while I'm just hanging out.
1: Another great one that just hit me is if you're on Mac or Apple products, GarageBand.
0: Oh, yeah. It's is free. a great
1: one. It's free, and there are so many loops available not just drum loops and percussion loops, but bass lines, keyboard parts, guitar parts, acoustic. I mean, you can have a room full of musicians at a buttons touch and, and really work on playing with people, even when you can't play with people.
0: And what a lot of guys don't know um, on the Mac platform used to with GarageBand, they had all these add on packs right. that you could get. They had, you know, the world, jam packs. the jam packs, they had the world groove stuff. They had the RB stuff. They had the jazz stuff. Now, if you upgrade into logic for $200, which Anybody that's getting into recording that wants to buy some kind of DAW platform, Logic's usually want to steer them, steer them towards. Because right. for 200 bucks you get, it's insane. You cannot beat it for what you get and what you can do with it. All of those jam packs that originally came with GarageBand that you had to pay for, pay more than $200 for, I think they were like 50 bucks a piece or something. I think they were um,
1: 99 bucks. a oh, piece. Oh, were they?
0: I think so. Oh, man. I must have got them on a sale.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I could be wrong. That might have been fifty. Bucks. But, but I mean, but it know, was still something for, additional. For less
0: than the cost of all the jam packs, you get logic, you get all this expanded library stuff, and you get all of those original jam packs. You could go for years through those jam packs and not exhaust all the possibilities. That's true. You could just go through one jam pack and never exhaust yeah. them. Yeah, and there's a lot of content. While know. we're talking about computer-based apps, uh, even if you use a Pro Tools or a Studio One or any other kind of DAW, if you're on the Mac platform, right. I think it's worth it to spend the 200 bucks on Logic. Uh, one, because you're going to run across, especially keyboard player producers, that work in Logic. There's such a rich, robust library of virtual synths and sequencing stuff in Logic that. Most every keyboard player I know uses Logic, uh, especially producers that play keys. Right. Um, but for that $200, you get all kinds of guitar grooves and bass grooves and keyboard things and things that you can pull into a sequence and practice along to. Again, when we're talking about practicing a few weeks ago, if you're practicing stuff just for the athleticism of practice, and it's sort of a it's a fool's errand, right, really. Sure, sure. You know, unless you just enjoy practicing really hard crap that you'll never get to use. <laughs> but if you have a tool like Logic that has all these musical um, colors, and you can pull from that palette and create these little mini songs, they don't even have to be entire compositions. It can just be little sixteen-bar mini songs. Sure. Now you've got a cool guitar line and a cool bass line a little bit of a pad scent thing happening so you've got something to support you musically and you've got a better idea of what those ideas are going to sound like in context so when you're on the gig you'll know when to pull out that piece of vocabulary it's all about the conversation man absolutely all about absolutely. conversation we Let, may have to do a part two man I think there. we're going to have to Let's let's hit one other and it's really not just one app it's It's a whole set of apps that I think we have to talk about. I I agree. Um, There's one drummer in particular that has led the charge into the technological world. And, hint, he ain't 22 years old. (laughs) (laughs) He's one of our elder statesmen in the drum community. And uh, Peter Erskine has probably done more for drummers and technology than almost any drummer in the last 30 or 40 years agreed and especially when it comes to what he's done in the ios platform Um, peter has a whole suite of different products that uh, fall under the jazz essentials play along moniker Um, there's three of them in particular there's two different jazz Modules. There's also an Afro-Cuban module. Which is really good. He also takes that same kind of paradigm, and I think he started off with Joy Luck. Yes. But um, there's a Joy Luck app where they actually took the songs from this album and did something very similar to what's in the Jazz Essentials catalog. But he's also the guy behind the Code of Funk app with uh, David Garibaldi. And so... This whole interface in the Garibaldi app looks exactly like all of those Erskine apps because it's the same technology. It comes from the same folks. So uh, with the Jazz Essentials play along, you end up with, like with number one, you get ten different songs. Now, because of copyright, they can't put the name of the song. Mm-hmm. But they can change the name little So if you need to learn to play along to autumn leaves, they have autumnal foliage. And not only do they uh, have autumnal foliage, they actually have it in two different keys and and two very different tempo stylings of it. So you get a different flavor with each one. And so you you can put on that song. And not only is there a play-along that contains a mixer that has a separate fader for drums, bass, piano, and the click, but you also have charts, and they have charts in the different key centers, whether you're playing trumpet, saxophone, whatever. You know, there's for B flat instruments, for C instruments, and for E flat instruments. So, um, you basically have a real book built into the app and Drummer. a really
1: good real book. At yeah. That, yeah. these I are mean, legit charts. Yeah.
0: They, they can't publish the, um, the melodies of these songs, sure, because of copyright, but you're getting the same chord progression, the same harmonic structure. And if you like, if you know the melody for Autumn Leaves, you can sing it right along with this track. If anything, you're actually doing yourself a favor because you're learning the melody of the song while you're learning to play the style. Right. Which is incredibly important with jazz music. Um, if you don't know the melody of a jazz standard, you really don't know the jazz standard that you're trying to play. You're just playing at the jazz. Right. The jazz. Playing through it. <laughs> so um, this is great because what it'll uh, allow you to do is It'll, it'll cause you to learn the melody of the song. And then uh, you can actually kind of follow a real book style chart through with all the chart direction repeats and first and second endings and um, you know uh, DCs and DSs and, and things like that. And the thing that I really love about it, especially if you need training wheels, if you're a rock drummer like I was at once and still feel like I am, and you need training wheels, then what you can do... Is you can get Peter in your mix, and then you can gradually start pulling him down. And you can keep the click there. Nice. Just to help you keep the time.
1: So you can start out relying on him, and then as you
0: learn it, pull him out. And when you get your big boy pants on, <laughs> you can. Uh, when you finally get to that level, you can have the count off, which is a nice swingy count off. Right. And then there's no click, no drums, just the piano and the bass. Playing with the band. And that's where you really find out how good your time and your feel are. Because if you're pulling or if you're dragging, if you're all over the joint, those guys are right in time with what was there before. Mm-hmm. And if you and you can record yourself with these apps and so if you if you find that all of a sudden it sounds great and you're swinging along with everybody there, then Maybe you're ready to go play a jazz gig, you know if you know enough songs right. but feel wise, it's a, it's a great barometer because what I'll do is I'll take that um, bass and piano track and I'll run it into my recorder and then I'll have some mics on my drums and I'll play along to it. and then I'll just listen back to the recording and I can instantly tell whether or not I'm swinging with those guys cause they're swinging without me right, right. If it sounds yeah, like, because you're
1: jumping into big shoes right there, trying to yeah. play with Peter's folks.
0: Yeah, and and if if all of a sudden it swings like an anvil, <laughs> the problem is probably you. I'm still a rock guy. Just. Heel up all over the bass drum. Just go with the double pedal on the jazz gig. <laughs> but um they, you got some swing stuff in there, more traditional kind of swing stuff. You got some bluesy stuff, you got some more up tempo bop stuff, some uh Latin y things, uh modal tunes, kinda like you'd hear like in a Miles Davis thing. Uh all that sort of stuff. That whole family of apps—it's just worth it to buy all of them, and they're—they're they're what ten bucks or something. It's not right. like they're super expensive, and uh, you can actually learn some tunes and get some things done. Nice, good uh, choices. You think we've overloaded everybody in the app world? I'm going to say yes. <laughs> i'm overloaded and i'm sitting right next to you <laughs> there's a ton more that we could talk about uh i tell you what would be really cool is if uh if you would jump on on dial and on, in the comment section right underneath the posting for this episode if you would post some of your favorite apps and links to them i'd like to know what they are yeah let us I'd know like what you're using if you've using. got
1: something we haven't touched on we'd love to know about because we love to learn and find out new
0: things. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, that that's perfectly what that, what that comment section is perfectly designed for is you can throw in your comments about the show, but you can also put links and things into the things that, uh, go along with our show topics like these apps. Um, so make sure you visit dial to, uh, make that happen. And, uh, Gosh, what else? You can email us with questions and comments, dialadrummer at uh, gmail.com. Please make sure that you're following us on social uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and most importantly, YouTube. YouTube. Because we're really still trying to get to that magic number of 100 so that we can secure the Dial-A-Drummer moniker. For our channel. For our own channel. Even if you don't use YouTube a lot, as long as you're on there some and you have an account, just subscribe to us. Hit the little subscribe button. You can search. We're easy to find on YouTube. Just hit subscribe. You help that number go up. And uh, hopefully in another month, we'll have 100 people subscribing to us. And uh, hint. If you're listening on audio, man, the audio downloads have been nuts nice. since we put that together. That's nice to hear. I love every week seeing more and more people that um, that are using the the subscribe button on their podcast app to get to hear us every week. Um, but I'll just tell you, there's a few things about this podcast you only get from watching the video. That's true. That's true. There's a few little Easter eggs. that little uh, special special <laughs> nuggets. Things that you have to sort of be there in the room for. Right. And we make sure that they're on the video uh, version of this. So um, <clears throat> anyway, so that's how you get a hold of us. Um we really appreciate you guys uh, watching and listening and sending comments and questions. and It's it's to the point now where I can't go anywhere without uh, seeing someone that I know that goes, man, I listened to podcasts podcast the other day. I know, right. It's been nice
1: to get some feedback and appreciate everybody tuning in and giving us a nice response.
0: Yeah. That's it for this week, guys. That's it. Uh, we really appreciate you. And make sure you tell all your friends. Share some links. Uh, jump in the conversation. And uh, happy apping, guys. See you later.